0: And welcome to the first episode of High Key Growth, the early stage founders, solopreneurs, and marketers guide to achieving rapid growth while running lean. And I'm your host, Gina Gregric. So I am so excited to have with me here today Jordan Marinkovich, the platform community manager at Pittsburgh-based incubator Innovation Works. Hey Jordan, welcome to the show.
1: Hi Gina, thanks so much for having me today.
0: I'm so happy to have you. So before we dive in, if you could just give our listeners a little bit of background information into you and, and what you're up to today.
1: Yeah, so I am a platform community manager, which basically means I help companies that Innovation Works invest in, access um, other capital resources and um, networks so they can grow to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to this work, I was in marketing for my entire career working back um through a lot of industries, from legal to nonprofit, health tech. Um, so, marketing is really my passion, and one of my favorite things to do is help our early stage uh, companies develop their marketing plan and get out there.
0: Yeah, great. So, early stage—that's exactly what I wanted to chat a little bit about here today. So. Starting more like high level, when you're talking to those like really early stage startups, what challenges are you seeing that they have most commonly or or what are they maybe struggling with the most um, in today's like marketing landscape?
1: So I see a lot of early stage companies struggling with where they want to be online. I think companies have a perspective that they can be everywhere when it comes to social media, when it comes to websites. And that takes a lot of time, effort, and sometimes money and mm-hmm. startups and early stage companies just don't have that. So we talk a lot about where are your customers? Um, you know, Have you built your personas? Where are they living? And those are the places that you need to start. And I firmly believe that every company, no matter how early, really needs to start with um, at least a landing page and some place to gather information. Um, customer names, investor names, And that can be just as simple as a Google, um, Google, Google sheet.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And so like when you're looking at them capturing that information, is it to like subscribe to say like a newsletter or or follow the company or, or are there like certain strategies you've seen that maybe get them more leads in the door when they're when they're setting up that form fill page?
1: So when they set up that form page, some of the companies that I work with specifically, um, they don't have a product out in the market, so they're not looking to, you know, build sales yet, but they're just gauging early interest. Um, So I recommend that if you capture these, um, these names and these email addresses that you need to start, you know, with some sort of newsletter or some sort of small update to just keep people who are interested in your company in the know. Um, and it doesn't have to be very long. It doesn't have to be very in depth, but just some sort of periodic um, and regular cadence to communicate with these people.
0: Right. And so, these companies you're work you're working with at this point, it's it's mostly just the founding teams, correct? So, yes. <laughs> so for me, I feel like there's just like so much to do when it comes to marketing. We both know that, right? And the list is never ending when you're an early stage founder and that's pre product. And even once you start to have that MVP out there, um, in the market with maybe one or two or a few customers. So can you really talk about like what marketing strategies should they focus on at that stage? I mean, when, when there's everything you can do, what are like the bare bones, like you should be doing?
1: Yes. So the bare bones of what they should be doing. I think there's, Different recommendations I make for different companies. So it depends on a lot of what your your sales are. If you are, um, you know, B two B sales, if you're B two C, you know, there are some different strategies there. Um, a lot of the companies I talk with, sometimes they're so early stage, they're looking for investors because their product is in the market. So I recommend starting with, you know, your your form your. Investor, you know, investor list or your newsletter list, and being on LinkedIn, um, and that works very well for um for our early B two B companies. If you are looking to get your product out in more of like a B two C the um, into customers' hands, you know, you might want to explore what the other what the other channels are that your customers are on. So if you are, um, you know, we have a company who is. Uh, we're working with who's crushing it on Instagram right now. And she's really engaged with her customers there because that's where, you know, she did the research and that's where her customers are at. Um, So it's really digging into um, your personas. And I always encourage our companies to look um, to build those through HubSpot. Um, HubSpot for startups is like offers a discount that's like 90% off. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always say you sign up for it, you start there.
0: Yeah, so just at least have that newsletter and have that, like, online presence with the social. Um, When you're looking at social, do you even ever recommend paid at that point, or are they still just uh, doing organic for both B2B or B2C?
1: That is a decision that I think companies need to make. If they have the funds, um, and that's in their strategy and in their budget to to go um, paid, then, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's an avenue that they, they should explore. But when you go into paid media, I think you you really need to think about like, okay, am I able to update this enough? Am I able to provide the um, nurturing that it needs to be productive? And sometimes if it's just the founding team members, and there's not a dedicated marketing staff, it's not worth the money or the time to do that.
0: Yeah, even I would say like, you hear a lot of the times uh, founders are like, how do I go viral? How do I make make that happen and it's not it's not just like some simple simple formula to go viral I don't think Um, for for those companies if they are on say LinkedIn or or any social really how often I mean I'm sure it depends on platform but is there like a best practice or how often should they be posting uh, just to kind of stay relevant and and build a slow following even if it's all organic
1: yeah. Again, I think that really relies on, you know, the team and the founders and their dedication to uh, to to putting themselves out there. Um, if I'm recommending them being on LinkedIn, I'm recommending that they try to share something of their own, mm-hmm. um, their own content at least twice per week. But I really um, coach our founders to be on LinkedIn, set aside time each morning, each evening as you're waking up or going to bed, scroll through LinkedIn, engage with other content of people that follow you, the people you want to follow, um, and really start building things that way.
0: Yeah, I would say I've seen in the past some success with helping the founders sort of build their own brand. So not just being a logo, but being the face behind it. And and I feel like sometimes personalizing it and giving it that face can, can really help you build that following a, a little bit faster. And it's a little bit easier. You're you're not so much always posting with, oh, you know, what's our brand say, but it's a little more your own voice. And, and I think that maybe makes that smoother transition a little bit.
1: I totally agree. We, I also coach, you know, on thought leadership on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so working with technical founders, they are used to publishing, but they're not used to talking about what they publish. Um, so I encourage them to post about work that they're doing outside of the startup, um, any panels that they're on, because they are experts in their field. Um, And I think this is especially relevant for companies in the health tech industry, because sometimes they're going through um, FDA clinical trial, and that's just um, that's a whole nother world because sometimes what you say is can get you in trouble in those situations but if you're a thought leader um that's always a great thing to lead with because investors and customers want to know that they are getting um a product a good a service from an industry expert
0: right right uh so so jumping jumping around here a little bit uh Besides going viral, uh, are there any other kind of common misconceptions that you would say a lot of founders maybe have about marketing in terms of what they should be doing? Like, do you talk to a lot of founders who are saying like, oh, we have to be we have to be focusing on SEO right now or something that that maybe isn't exactly the right strategy for that early stage? Or on the other side of the coin, are there things that maybe they're not doing that you're like, no, this is mission critical you should have this in your in your playbook right now
1: so founders especially technical founders without marketing backgrounds hear those buzzwords and they think oh yes i need to do that i need to be on TikTok. i need to focus on seo and um it's like whoa you need to you need to back up Is your first of all if you're building beyond your form page is your mo- website mobile friendly are your headings there are you hosting a blog like are you updating you know, your news links on a regular basis, get those backlinks in there. Um, you know, there's little stepping stones. And I think um, sometimes founders have that all or nothing mentality and mm-hmm. trying to break things down in more easily digestible steps until you can get, you know, a marketing team in there to support you is very important.
0: Right. It's not so much about the quantity of channels that you're on, but find those few maybe based on those buyer personas and like really make what's on there like good quality and a good foundation, like whether that's your website, LinkedIn, whatever that may be. You know, at what point should these startups, do you, you know, you mentioned when they go to bring in help, at what point should they start to consider bringing in a marketing person? You know, is there like a clear sign that it's time for them?
1: I think that really depends on their strategy. And we've seen that you know, sometimes investors when they're looking at your sales pipeline and your go to market strategy, they also want to see your marketing plan too. Um, so if you have the ability to bring in somebody um early, uh early, um, you know, maybe pre-seed round, that's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Although I know that's not always always <laughs> the case, but you need to be thinking when you're setting up your your plans and your 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 BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goals and what your five-year plan are, you need to make sure that, you know, your sales and your marketing align. So you might want to maybe talk with the consultants um, and get some some early help when you're really putting your um, your strategy down on paper.
0: Right. No, I mean, that makes plenty of sense. And and when you do go, you know, say you reach that point where it's time to bring in that person, what does that person's resume look like? What type of experience have you seen Uh, come to the table and really like excel in that role and help these companies a lot?
1: That's a great question. Um, I see a little bit of everything. I see companies who bring in people who are fresh out of college and they're looking for that bright young person um, who has a lot of creativity, but doesn't necessarily know the strategy um, and how to implement and reach marketing goals and align those with sales goals. Um, And they learn you know i think as marketers you know there's so much going on all the time like marketers are adaptable we we can kind of be thrown into anything and we learn as we go because it's always changing um but then i also see companies who want to hire um you know a a cmo and they want somebody with a ton of experience and um, you know, they're not necessarily able to afford something like that. So, you know, might be having a, you know, an earlier marketing person and then doing something like a fractional marketing um, officer um, on the side
0: to help really guide the strategy. Right. Nice to have that like very like tactical person hitting the ground and then, you know, consulting out for for the advice and and more strategic. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so I guess to, to wrap us up here, um, out of all like the strategies that we've talked about today, uh, what, what is like the best way to get started with your marketing? If you have absolutely nothing, like what, what do you recommend these companies do?
1: <laughs> if you have absolutely nothing. So I'm going to do a shameless plug here for, um, Innovation Works and, um, are startup recipes and you can find that online at startup.recipes. But it's kind of a list um, of resources uh, that companies can use to start with marketing early fundraising help. There's a lot of different um different tools on there that are extremely um if they're not free, they're extremely inexpensive to use per year. And that's a really good jumping off point. But I think it's just a matter of kind of diving in and seeing what works for you and um Being able to implement something that you can do yourself until you have a marketing person come on because you don't want to get burnout and then not do do anything. There's so many different aspects you need to look at when you're running a business. So small manageable bites are what I what I preach in those early days.
0: Yeah, small, manageable, but impactful bites, I'm I'm sure. (laughs) So for you specifically, how can folks find you and reach out to you if they have any questions?
1: Yeah, so um, you can find me on LinkedIn, um, or you can reach out directly to me um, on my email address. I'm going to give you my short email address because my last name is really long, but it's jordan at innovationworks.org, and I'm more than happy to help.
0: Perfect. And I will have all the links uh, in the description below, so you don't have to jot that down. But uh, Jordan, it's been great to pick your brain a little bit here today. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on and chatting.
1: Yeah, thank you, Gina. I'm really excited to have done this. All right.